0: Hi there, welcome to the Restoration of Women's Virtues. My name is Pastor Mary Jean Pigeon. My husband and I have pastored West Houston Christian Center for 30 years, and now our son and his family have stepped in and filled in the gap that, we, that we've moved out of. So um, I, I love to talk about, uh, my part has always been as a teacher and the Word of, word of God, and I'm grateful for the Bible Uh, I just want to encourage you to know that that God has given us his word. You know, a lot of times people say, why would uh, that they doubted that the Bible was the word of God, but I doubt that any, any being that's going to be a God in my life certainly has a, uh, knows how to speak and knows how to get his point across when he wants to say something. In fact, one day years ago, I was uh, wrestling with a a decision to make, and I remember right where I was. It's always funny when when the Lord speaks to you, you can remember right where you were and and what He said. But He he corrected me. You know, I've I've talked about how we hold out our hand and allow Him to correct us or confirm us. And I was wrestling with a decision and I was sitting there saying, and I'm sure you've heard this before, uh, is that you, me, or the devil, Lord? Is that you, me, or the devil? And you're trying to decide who, what voice you're hearing. And finally, finally he said to me, for Pete's sakes, Mary Jean, you give more credit to the devil, your inability to hear than in my ability to speak. And I went busted. Yes, I, yes, Lord, I'm sorry. And so, um, I just think it's wonderful that we have this wonderful relationship with the Holy ghost. Don't you, we've been looking at praying in the last days. And we've, we've been going through the outline of first establishing our motives and being purified in that, getting to the root of the problem, uh, knowing that what appears to be the problem is not always the problem. And, uh, and we need to ask the Lord to show us how to pray. That was when my, uh, great, a great breakthrough came for me when I was believing God for someone. I uh, finally, I have been praying for them for eight years. And we got nowhere. It seemed, the the whole situation seemed to be getting worse. And so finally I said, Lord, I'm not praying for him anymore till you tell me exactly how to pray. And within a day I woke up the next morning and had a word of knowledge. And he showed me that this, this person was in bondage to three different spirits. There was three demonic spirits that were influencing their life and, and uh, uh, getting in the way for my prayers to get through for the healing that we, that we were looking for from God. And um, so I waited a few days. I even said, okay, this is what I'm hearing you say. You know, he is our friend and we can talk to him like a friend. This is what I'm hearing you say and I'm gonna wait a few days and make sure there's not something else that I'm missing. And so I waited a few days, I didn't hear anything else. So I got with some friends of like precious faith, told them what the Lord had said to me. And then we um, we got an agreement and started s- taking authority over these demonic spirits and setting this person free. And we didn't just take authority over the spirits. We um, filled in the gap, you know, wherever you pull something out, there's a, there's a hole. Now you need to put something in. And you can put in the scriptures and the word of God and the love of God and whatnot. Mm -hmm. And so, um, that's what part of the outline is to get to the root of the, the root of the problem, get to the root, put the ax to the root of the tree, get your prayers focused and pinpointed and accurate. Uh, I I went to business school many years ago and typing was a big deal. And you took typing tests all the time and typing fast but you can get so fast that you're not accurate. You might pray a bunch of prayers, but if they're not accurate, that doesn't help, does it? So um, setting our motive, getting our motive, purifying our hearts, setting the ax to the root of the tree. And we looked last time at not getting caught up in the distractions of the devil. And those distractions were um, surfeiting drunkenness and the cares of this life being overcharged with those things, where you're, you're overcharged with the cares of this life, so that the day of the Lord come upon us unexpectedly, for, um, as, a, for as a snare shall it come, this is Luke 21, 34 through 36, and Jesus was telling his disciples, uh, as a snare will come upon all them that dwell on the face of the whole earth, watch ye therefore and pray always, there's your safe place praying that you may be accounted worthy to escape all these things that shall come to pass and to stand before the son of man. That is one thing to be able to stand before the son of man. That's a point. And the cares of this life was the diver- diversion or an attack that draws the attention and force of the enemy from the point of principle operation. So the point being, you get you get your motives right you get your heart cleansed, you get to the root of the tree as far as the strategy of prayer, and then the devil's gonna come and try to distract you and get you, you're going good, and all of a sudden he's gonna go over here and throw a hissy fit and try to get your attention. And I shared that um, some of the wickedness and evil workings and the corruption and the hypocrisy <laughs> that's in the world today is is a, can be a distraction. And uh, I had to repent recently of taking offense. You know, love love does not take into account a wrong suffered. Taking, and love is a safe place to be, taking offense at the corruption that's in the earth today. And so we need to be careful with that. And that can be one of the distractions, the cares of this life, and being overcharged with the the drunkenness of the spirit uh, the, of, uh, of our fleshly nature. So um, now we're gonna look at staying focused on stirring up the gift that's in us. And and Timothy tells us, uh, 1 Timothy 1, 7 tells us uh, to stir up the spirit, to, the, God didn't give us a, a spirit of fear, but of love, of power, love, and of a sound mind. And that we are to stir up the gift that's in us. And so, and build ourselves up on our most holy faith. That's what the Bible says in Jude, build ourselves up on our most holy faith. So, okay, we've gotten our motive set. We're getting the ax to the root of the tree. We've got our motive position. We've purified our hearts, putting the ax to the root of the tree. Not, we're paying attention to any distractions that the devil may bring our way. We're alert, you know, and we're, Quicken to that and we're paying attention. I think the Bible calls that being sober minded. We're sober minded and we're serious and we're targeted on these things. And so, um, stirring up the gift that's in you and being filled with the spirit. And then one way to do that is to pray in the Holy ghost, it says in Jude. But I wanted to share with you another way to do that is in Ephesians 5, 14 through 21. This is really neat. It says, wherefore he saith, Awake thou that sleepest and arise from the dead and Christ shall give you light. See then that you walk circumspectly or exactly and diligently, not as fools, but as wise, redeeming the time because the days are evil. I've always wondered what that meant redeeming the time and how do you do that redeeming the time? And I think this is the answer to it actually. Wherefore, be ye not unwise, but understanding what the will of the Lord is. Be not drunk with wine, wherein is excess, but be filled with the Spirit, speaking to yourselves in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord. Giving, all, giving thanks always for all things unto God and the Father, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, submitting yourselves one to another in the fear of the Lord. So this is how we stay filled with the Spirit, um, redeeming the time. Be not drunk with wine, wherein is excess, but be filled with the Holy Spirit, speaking to yourselves in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord. So singing, singing scriptures, singing your prayers, actually, speaking out your prayers speaking to yourselves in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. You know, I've shared, I think before in the past, uh, one day telling, uh, I have an interest in our country and praying for America and the corruption that's in our government and, uh, and pray, learning I'm saying, show me how to pray for this Lord. Because I, I know one day I just was overwhelmed with all the junk going on. And, and he took me to Psalm 31 in the New Living Translation. And I'm not prepared to share that with you right now, but that's a great Psalm. But really all the Psalms are good for deliverance from your enemy. And to speak that out, you know, a lot of times you will hear the news and it'll be negative, negative. Well, speak out the positive, speak the word of God, because it will go and superimpose itself over that situation and make a difference. These things make a difference. We make a difference. One person at home with faith in their heart and a relationship with God can make a difference just one person and you put two of us together he said wherever the two or three are gathered in my i will be in their midst so um we just we just need to uh, uh believe in ourselves i guess as a church of the lord jesus christ and um so we're to walk circumspectly exactly and diligently targeted purposefully in fact i I think Pastor Jack C. is speaking on Wednesday nights on a purpose filled life. That's a perfect time to tune into West Houston Christian Center and hear him talk about the purpose filled life. Because that's what we're called to do and redeem the time because the days are evil. And be filled with the Spirit. Staying full of the Holy Ghost keeps you above the fray. Amen. So, um, That's how, that's how you stay filled with the Holy ghost is to stay above the fray, to speak to yourselves in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord. Thank you, Lord. We praise you and submitting our, oh, here's that word, submitting ourselves one to another in the fear of the Lord. Listen, if you want a a prayer project, let's, let's start, let's come into agreement and pray. Uh, that the fear of the Lord will fall on the United States of America. There's different ways it can be taught. It can be, it can fall upon people, it fell upon people. And, and uh, there was several of them. It. It's, it's a good study to do, the fear of the Lord. And some people carry that as an anointing in them. And so I pray, uh, Lord, that you put it on us, that we would carry the fear of the Lord. There's so much advantage to having the fear of the Lord. And so um, we just pray that to fall upon the United States of America, amen, to return to the fear of the Lord. So submitting ourselves to one another in the fear of the Lord. And, um, oh, by the way, I didn't finish this. Staying focused on stirring up the gift that's in you. Uh, When he says stir up the gift, it means to re-enkindle the living fire, that word gift is a living fire. It even uses the term beast, but it's, it's the, the fire of God that when you invite Jesus Christ into your life, the pre the, the, he, God is a consuming fire. So that fire came in, um, that fire, I'm just remembering a time when I got focused on that, that fire came, comes in, in Christ and 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 takes up residence in our hearts and it's in it that consuming fire and he's saying to stir that up stir that up God didn't give us a spirit of fear but power love, and of a sound mind to rekindle the living fire meditate the the uh, the word of God and the Holy Spirit meditate on the word of God. I remember years ago, uh, I went to, uh, my youngest son went to uh, Texas tech in Lubbock and I went up to see him for some reason. I don't remember now. It must've been parents day or something. And while I was on the plane, I used the index in my Bible and I just looked everything up about the Holy Spirit. And you know, by the time I got, there was only an hour flight. By the time I got there, it's like I was drunk on the spirit. I was just so in, in, so caught up in the Holy ghost. So let's, let's turn our attention to him. Let's build ourselves up on our most holy faith. See, that's what will overcome the cares of this life, the surfeiting and the drunkenness uh, that will overcome. That will swallow that up as we build ourselves up on our most holy faith, praying in the Holy ghost. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Let's see. Where was I going to go here? I was going to go to the Helper of the Holy Ghost. There's uh, the the things that we've looked at. Is um, praying in the last days has to do with establishing our motive because God. And remember the the motive there. God deserves the glory for our prayers. He wants us to bear fruit to make to bring glory to the Lord. Why not? Because He needs the glory. We need to be a part of this. And that's a purified, um, that purifies our motive when we're doing it for his glory and he deserves the glory. And, and it said, it's a testimony to the people around us that God is alive. Uh, Someday I want to share with you my many infallible proofs that Jesus Christ is alive on earth. It says in the book of Acts, there were many infallible proofs that Jesus was alive. And so, um, that's when we get, when we, when we get the fruit manifested from our prayers, it brings God great glory. So getting our motives, right? Getting our hearts pure, putting the ax to the root of the tree and not getting caught up in the distractions, being aware that our enemy, his only modus operandi, if you will, is to, uh, distract us. He has to distract us. And he will do all kinds of things to, to get us in unforgiveness, to get us to, um, what are the cares of life for you? I shared with you that, for me, it was uh, one time getting caught up in the worrying over finances. Any, whatever can become a care for you that can cause a distraction and get you separated, uh, you know, from setting your mind on the things above where Christ is. And then we're going to let our helper, the Holy Spirit, uh, do his job and really help us, Amen. And so, um, when the Helper is missing, I'm going to close with this because this is this is important. And that's <clears throat> what happens in our life when the Helper is missing. And I think next time we'll probably get into a little a, a, a better look at the Helper. But right now, let's just close off this with saying, in Second Kings chapter 14, verse 26. I teach from this because of the woman's role, restoration of women's virtues. And uh, I use this in teaching uh, from this book right here, A Woman Imagined. Uh, And it showed, you know, to to know that there's a headship and a help, (coughs) excuse me, headship and a help ministry in God. We're both made in His image, in the image of God, He created them, male and female created He them. So male and female, made in the image of God, one is to be a headship, one is to be a help, and that word help is only used for the woman and God throughout the Old Testament, azer. It's the woman and God, that word for help. And so uh, when I talk about the help, it's part of God. And in the New Testament, it's the Holy Ghost. Jesus said, I won't leave you as an orphan, I will send the Holy Spirit to be a helper to you. The word helper just sounds so weak, but it's the power source of the Godhead. So in 2 Kings 14, 26, it says, for the Lord saw the affliction of Israel, that it was very bitter, that there was not any shut up, nor any left, nor any helper for Israel. And so if you break that down, which I love to do and do word studies, if you break that down, the word affliction, he saw the affliction of Israel That means poverty, misery, trouble, are to be busied with. And that's kind of interesting because I just uh, said earlier that uh, the word for weapon is to busy with, what you're busy with. You become a weapon if you're targeted and aimed at the right things. Bitter is rebellious or disobedient. So the Lord saw the affliction of Israel that it was very bitter and there was not any shut up. That means prevailed, stayed to reign or restrain or to be under restraint. Nobody would restrain themselves and the, or any left, nor any helper for Israel to loose or let loose or to set free or to restore or to repair. So basically what this is saying, the Lord saw the poverty, misery and trouble of Israel, that it was very rebellious and disobedient because there was no one who would reign in or restrain themselves in order to release and free and restore someone else, there was no helper in Israel. And what was what was happening in Israel? Poverty, misery, trouble. Just like today's world. Lawlessness, corruption, darkness, sickness and disease. The helps minist- the helper ministry is missing. And that's what a woman was called out, was brought out to do also, but that's what the church is established in the earth to do. And um, so we need to let our helps ministry, our helper, the helper of the Holy ghost in us. And I don't know about you, but I catch myself sometimes saying, oh man, Lord, I've got into this and I've been working at this all day and I never did stop and give you some undivided attention and ask what you would do here. I never did ask you for your help. So let's ask him right now for his help. He's a major part. Let your helper help. I will ask the father. He will give you another helper, comforter, advocate, intercessor, counselor, strengthener, and standby to be with you forever. So Lord, in the name of Jesus, those that we are targeted, those that we are praying for, the things, the situations, the people, the souls, we ask you to help us. We're asking for our helper. We open the door of our hearts and give you permission to come in and help us. We are asking for your help. And we thank you. We ask you to forgive us wherever we've missed the mark. And we thank you for strengthening us in the things that are right. And we just commit it into your care now in the name of Jesus, amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord. So be blessed and let the helper bless you, amen. Bye.